vices. Amen. You, we pack a punch because we're full of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I love the song selection. Couldn't you sing, I trust God in God all day long? I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered. Psalms 34 says, I sought the Lord. I, he heard and he answered and he delivered me from all my fears. So whatever we were worried about, any anxiety that we had, we just let him deliver us from it. I am Amy Atkins. I have pastored for now this year coming up with my husband will be 23 years. We started our church right after Rhema. Uh, We graduated from Rhema Bible College. And I don't know how, you know, it has to be God when you end up in a town you've never been to before. (laughs) And somehow you're there for 23 years. And we have Faith Church in Danville. So if you ever come over to Kentucky, you know you got friends over there at our church. Um, And we've been going and we are truly in revival. There is a, a spirit of faith that has just caught fire there. And we're having so much fun. And the Lord's adding to the church. And and we're ready for a new building. I know you all are, are like us, always upkeeping. There's always a new project to do. Um, and Melissa, beautiful job with the worship. I hadn't got to be in service with you leading worship. That was anointed. I like that. You've been hiding your gifts from me. I didn't know all that about you. <laughs> um, but um, so we've been having a, a good time. We've started off the year. This year, I really believe the Lord just told me, man, the word for this year is to dominate. No, we're going to dominate over the devil. He's tried to take ground too long on for us. And um, so, so our church has just been running with that word. I tried to send a picture, but the sound um, crew said, uh, we are not ready to put a family picture up there yet. So I have um, two teenagers I was going to show you. Um, And you know, if you have two teenagers, you need extra prayer. So I thought you all would just pray for me. And I have a a freshman little girl. Uh, Her name is Summer. And uh, she's got tons of hair. I mean, three times as much hair as a normal person. I call her my little mermaid. She has a lot of hair. (laughs) And um, she is so sweet, has a heart for the Lord. She helps in our children's department. She sings on our worship team when uh, she gets the chance. She leads chapel at her high school. So she's really got, she's got to go in her. Let's get Jesus out there. And my son is uh, 17 and he's a driver now. And you always think, I don't want my little baby to drive. Melissa and I were talking about that. Until they drive, and then it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, they, he can get somewhere from cheerleading practice. He can get her home. He can go to the grocery store. They can go out and get their own stuff because they're hungry 24-7. So, you know, I'm sorry. After dinner, <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> and so that's been a blessing. He's driving, and he really, he, he has, he'll, and we can see the gift of a pastor in him already. You know, it starts when you're very young. When you're a pastor, you're already pastoring your friends, and he has a whole group he brings with him on Wednesday nights that he gets to church, and he helps them, checks on them, picks them up. <laughs> you know, so the gift doesn't start, you know, when you, when you hit 40. You know, the gifts that God's placed in you, it starts very young. You can notice what the Lord's put in you to do. So uh, he's my 17-year-old. They are at, they would be with us, but they had a um, their school. They go to Danville Christian Academy, and they got to go to the All A tournament in Corbin, Kentucky. So they've been at a big tournament all weekend. Their teams have been playing basketball. They've been playing basketball, and Summer's been cheering on the sidelines. So they've they've had a time, 
and, and you know, in the hotel rooms with other students, they probably haven't slept any either. <laughs> so when they get home today, they'll just crash. So I feel good about that. They'll just, they'll sleep it off and they won't need a babysitter. <laughs> um, but I'm so happy to be here. I'm, I'm so uh, grateful for the invitation. Thank you, uh, Pastor Melissa, appreciate it. I, I believe something special must be going to happen if the Lord would want a girl from Danville, Kentucky to come over to Memphis and you all have a special ladies meeting. I don't think it's an accident and I don't take it lightly. And I ask the Lord, this is a special appointment from you and you know who's going to be there. And there's something special in store for you today. So you made it. You're here. It's, it's a rainy Saturday morning and you got up and I heard you had a good time last night. We're going to have a good time uh, this morning as well. We'll just go ahead and bless this message, amen, and I'll get it out as powerfully as we can. Lord, thank you for this time. Oh, we enjoyed, Lord, worshiping and blessing your name. Thank you that our hearts will just be open right to you, Lord. Holy Spirit, just have your way. We thank you for a spirit of wisdom, revelation, Lord. Just give me the boldness, Lord, to do all that you have for us this morning. It's a divine appointment. You fill us up, Lord. We're leaving refreshed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I um, have been teaching, in our, we have a Bible school on Wednesday nights, and I have been teaching the Triumphant Church. And I read that book probably 20 years ago, and I thought, oh, that might be fun. You know, I've already done Believer's Authority in our church. I've already done my favorites. You know, I did Healing the Sick, T.L. Osborne. I pick all my favorites, The Wonderful Name of Jesus. I've done all my favorite books, and I thought, oh, I could do the Triumphant Church. And I hadn't read it in so long when I pulled it out, it is intense, and I was already on the schedule to do it, and I'm like, <gasps> Pastor Jay said, Amy, you, you didn't really know what that, what that subject was about, did you? And I said, he goes, you picked it on the title, because I'm really positive, and I just was like, yeah, the Triumphant Church 2024, let's go! <laughs> and I was like, did and then I get in this book, and it is, I mean, Brother Hagen gives you play-by-play play of like how to deal with the devil, evil spirits, spiritual warfare. And it's a little on the heavy side. And, I mean, until you hit chapter 7, then it takes off on the wisdom of God, and it, it, gets, it gets rolling back positive in, in my direction again. So, so I've, I've had so much fun digging into this, and no matter how hard the subject has been, I have to flip it and make it happy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you all are doing such a good job. Everybody is smiling at me. Usually, usually when you go someplace new, it takes people about 20 minutes to sit there and look at you strange. And they're trying to decide whether they like me or not. And I just want to say, time out, time out. Guys, let me just save us some trouble. You like me. <laughs> I mean, we only have a little bit of time, and God's trying to get something to you. Don't sit there and wonder, you know, do I like her? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I just go ahead and tell them, you like me. And then the Lord told me, Amy, you don't have to get everybody to like you. You know, not everybody's going to like you. That's okay. He said, I like you. And uh, he said, but if you can get them to believe you're anointed, then I can move right through you and get the blessing to them. So, oh, I started praying, that, okay, Lord, all right, you just use me, let your power show up, and they'll see your anointing, your power, and they'll be able to receive. So I took the pressure off myself. <laughs> it's you, Lord. <laughs> we trust you. Praise the Lord. Um, so, so I got into this book, and it was just all about how to have dominion over the powers of darkness. 
man, and I got studying about that, and he really makes you put, um, you know, a demand on your life. I am not going to be dominated by sin anymore. You know, Romans, I'll give you our first verses out of Romans, <coughs> chapter 6 and verse 14 says, Sin shall no longer have dominion over you. And sin there, you could put sickness, no longer dominion over me. Throw anything you want to in there. Diabetes, no more. I mean, sin, sickness, no different in the spiritual realm. Jesus took care of it. You know, he forgives all and he heals all. It's the same. It's from the kingdom of darkness. You could put depression, shall no longer have dominion over me. It goes on to say, for you are not under the law, but under grace. And so I've held on to that verse. Sin, sickness, depression, down days. You do not have dominion over me. You can't dictate over my life anymore. So I thought it would be fun. I ordered this off of Amazon. I just tell the devil, sorry, we're closed. <laughs> when he tries to come into your mind, tries to bring a thought, that's how he tries to get dominion over us. How does he do it? It's thoughts, ideas, suggestions. It's those fiery darts that Ephesians told us about. He'll give you a little thought in the beginning of the day, like, oh, today's going to be awful. Oh, it's going to be so hard. Oh, it's a long day. And if you think about that long enough, what is it? It's a hard day. It's a terrible day. <laughs> it's a long day. Or you get up thinking, oh, I'm so tired. Or there'll be a symptom in your body, and he'll remind you, your grandma had that. You know, all your aunts suffered with that. Oh, it's coming on you too. Oh, and, and you'll start thinking about it and you'll start feeling it and then your feelings line up. See, if he can get your feelings and your thoughts, boom, he's going to dominate you. Okay, now I got them. I got their thoughts. Oh, I got them in their feels. Now I can tell them, oh, it's going to get worse from here. And if, if we don't renew our minds with the Word of God, which I know you know this because you're here on Saturday morning, you value the Word of God, we've got to put the Word back in. Why? To kick out all his junk. The more words you have, the less of the enemy you have. It's true. The more words you can get in your heart, in your mind, you quickly recognize, hey, that's not what the Word says. That's not what God says. I'm not thinking about this. No, I'm not dying young. No, I'm not going to suffer with that anymore. No, I, I don't have to have my knees replaced. No, I mean, whatever the fear is, whatever the torment is, and if you have had your knees replaced, there's no condemnation. Just <laughs> say, I have full mobility. They work better than the old ones. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something that would jump in your brain from the devil. You know, oh, you know, your grandma had that back surgery. You might as well just prepare. It just, it's just a generational thing. And you got to talk back to the devil. I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. I, I, know, I know Jesus suffered so I wouldn't have to. He took that. You've got brand new DNA. You've been refathered from above. What flows in your blood is the same blood that flows in Jesus. You can't find a trace of virus anymore. You can't find what's just running your family. You, you've been refathered. I started saying this here, um, my DNA is to dominate. Woo, I dominate over sickness and disease. I dominate over my feelings. My DNA from my Father God is to dominate. Who's a joint heir with Christ Jesus in here? Is he, is he your big brother? Woo, you got champion blood in you. I'm from Kentucky. We know about the blood of a champion. We got thoroughbreds there. You want the blood. If they've won the derby, those horses are worth something. Amen. Why? You want that? What runs in their family? Oh, they're winners. What runs in your family? You dominate. 
You dominate over all the powers of darkness. Man, you see a lie, you squash it. No, that's from the devil. Oh, you'll be poor, you'll always be poor. You'll never get that promotion. You know, you know the boss likes someone else better than you. Squash it. It didn't come from God. No, no, I, thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph. You just talk back quickly. So when he comes at you and he's trying to get your mind, he's trying to get an evil thought in there and you feel it, you just say, sorry, we're closed. My kids like it when I try to be even, we are, all of us are already Southern, but if I try to be even more Southern, they think it's so funny. I'll go, sorry, honey, we're closed. We don't put up with any of that frustration around here. You just get on, get out of here. <laughs> That's how you talk to the devil. Don't entertain him. Don't say pull up a chair. You say get out in the name of Jesus. Resist the enemy and he must flee. Pastor Jay, my husband's back here, and he got my sign the other day and said, but we say, come on in to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he got my sign. I said, hey, don't use my props. I need those. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, so I, I mentioned to you that I have teenagers, and I love this. You know, on their phone, you might have the fancy app 360, and you can also just turn on their locations, but I can find where they are. If I swipe up right now and if I'm wondering where is Lay's in Crab Orchard, he's on his way home. Good. He's coming home uh, from Corbin, Kentucky, and I can see exactly where he is. And my phone right now will say live Crab Orchard, Kentucky. That's Lake's little face. So he's driving by the Dollar General right now. <laughs> So I've got his location. I didn't even have to bug him and say, where are you at? When will you be home? What? I just clicked his face. I know. He's five hours and 35 minutes right now away from me. So from home, he's probably like an hour away from his house. So I know, and I didn't even have to bother him. And I started studying about dominion over darkness and all this, and the Holy Spirit reminded me, uh, do you know your location? And I thought, oh, yes. And then I read this, and, and you all know this. Let me quote this to you. Go over to Ephesians and chapter 2 and verse 6. It says that who has raised us up together with him and made us a seat together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So if I could look you up spiritually, if I could click on your head right now, do you know where it would say? In heavenly places. And it wouldn't matter what you felt like right now or what symptoms are on you or what the devil's been bombarding you with or how hard the week's been. You're as righteous now as you will ever be. And you are seated on high in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. It said that you were made to sit together with him. There's a seat at the head table just like this. And guess what? It has your name on it. Woo! And you just walk up there and you're seated with Christ. Ephesians 1 tells us that he's seated far above principalities, powers, dominion, might. Every name that's named, Jesus is up here. Guess what? You're seated up there with him. If I could find your dot right now, it'd say live, heavenly places. Don't have to wait. Well, Amy, maybe I need to pray just a little bit more. Maybe I need to get in the Word a little bit more. Amy, let, me, let them sing one more song. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll feel like I'm up there. It's not about feelings. It's a spiritual location where you are in Christ Jesus. Heavenly places. Somebody shout, heavenly places. <laughs> we know where your dot is. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. 
And this is really fun to have on your phone because like my husband, he's everywhere. And um, I, sometimes I don't even know what state he's going to end up in. And it's so nice. I don't even have to bother him. I just click on his head and it says, says right now he's somewhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know he had to go over there today. Okay. All right. Well, okay. And then I'll check on it. How's it going over there? <laughs> And, and I thought, this is, this is so wonderful to know. Supernaturally, spiritually speaking, you're in heavenly places. Woo! You're in heavenly places. Guess what? There's healing there. Yeah, there's prosperity there. You're right there. You're in the seat. You're in the right place. You don't have to wait to get there. You're there. Seating. Um, I, I'm using this verse for this whole year. This is Romans 5 and verse 17. That uh, through the one... Jesus, that we were to rule, and many translations say rule and reign there in this life through the one, Christ Jesus. You, you're on a mission. You're just not about, oh, I'll just barely make it. I'm just struggling along. You know, there are different types of Christians and believers. And when I got into that um, book, I might as well show it to you since I keep mentioning it. I brought it with me. My shoes are a little bit big, so I could just jump right out of them. <laughs> this is the Triumphant Church. Do you remember this old book? Well, I got it back out. I'm sorry, teaching it again. And they've revised it. But if you need a new copy, I'd get on Amazon and get like a used one. Because in the new one, they made the print even smaller. And the old one has the uh, bold uh, scriptures. And I like the scriptures bold and just pop out at you at a page. So I don't know why they changed that. But if you see an old one, it's a good one. Um, and so, um, yeah, when I ordered this one, it's, it's Pat Berry's, and she's already pre-highlighted it for me. <laughs> it came with the revelation already underlined for me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but this has been so much fun to just look at the, what ruling and reigning, and Brother Hagin in the first chapter of this goes through the different types of believers. He said, now there's one type, they're really militant. I mean, they're... They're always battling. You know, I call them the battling saint. You, you know people like this. If they had a t-shirt, it would say, the struggle is real. <laughs> I mean, Satan's out there and he's been working hard against them. And they've just been having a time. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they think, um, and, and I've got, uh, during this class, the Holy Spirit told me to start saying, every time I say the devil, the enemy, Satan, especially when I write it in my notes, he said, go ahead, give him the whole title. And I, I write it down now. Every time I write enemy, Satan, the devil, the defeated foe, Hallelujah. I make it even longer for him. And he's such an egomaniac. I know that really hurts him. Every time I say Satan, devil, the enemy, whoever, defeated foe. And when you get taking notes real fast, I just have to put DF sometimes. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, the enemy, uh, DF, defeated foe, what are that? And I keep going. He's a defeated foe. And we keep that. We have to and see that every day. He's already defeated. We're not the, the saints that believe like he needs to be defeated, that Jesus needs to do something about it. Oh, these symptoms have come back. I wish God would just do something about this. I've been struggling with my allergies all week long. See, you're battling. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish Jesus would do it. When, when it says in Matthew, chapter 8, verse 17, he took my sickness and my disease. He bore my sin. He took my sickness. It's not mine anymore. He took it. It's gone. Amen. And so you're not battling to get free from it. You just need to take it by faith and say, it's mine. Amen. Jesus bore stripes for that. I'm free. 
don't let that defeated foe mess with you anymore. He's a liar. And so I started saying that, and then uh, my church, we laughed because um, I think I'm British now because I've watched all the Downton Abbeys. Anybody a fan of Downton Abbey? <laughs> There's some storylines that we wish they'd church up a little bit, but for the most part, it's pretty good. And uh, so they, it's all about titles. I mean, they want the right title. You want to marry the right person. You want to get the right title. And um, what's been funny, I wish I could show you the picture, but my dad looks so much like Lord Grantham. And we did a side-by-side, -side, and I posted on his birthday. Was <laughs> I got Pastor James on that. I did a side-by-side -side of him on his birthday on January 10th on Facebook. Everybody was, I mean, everyone put the wow emoji because they're so close. So my dad, I call him Lord Bailey now, looks just like Lord Grantham. <laughs> I can show you the picture afterwards, and you don't believe me. It's fun. Um, so, so, it, it, so if they're all in England and, and everything British has a big title, I just love that we just stamped a title on the devil now. This this is what he's carrying around. Satan, the defeated foe. And this is really catching on. I saw some Facebook posts of some people, and they were talking about the devil, and they just stopped in parentheses, and they wrote, the defeated foe. And I went, yeah, they got this. They're getting this. So he's not to dominate you any longer. He's not to rule you any longer. He's not allowed to put headaches on you that destroy and ruin your day. He's not dominating you, for sin shall not dominate you. Sickness isn't. The deception of the devil's not going to dominate you. He's defeated. We're not under the law. We're under grace. Praise the Lord. Where's your location? Heavenly places. Not under anymore. Not trying to get to victory. You're not the battling saint. You're not the militant one. No, you're the one. Yeah, I know where I'm seated. It's in heavenly place. We are the triumphant church. We're the body of Christ. He's the head. We're the body. If the head's up there, the body has to be too. Anybody left any head in the car? <laughs> I see we all got them. So wherever Jesus is, we are also. We're part of him. We're in the body. And um, so thinking about that, okay, I got my location on the triumphant church. He went on to say that there was another type of person. These type of believers, they just think they're defeated. They're not even 100% confident that they're even going to make heaven. Wouldn't that be so sad to live that way? You know these, the ones that say, um, Lord willing all the time. You know, they, they're not sure exactly what his will is, but they'll just tag that as a, well, Lord willing. Well, we, we can know his will. He, he left us a great letter. He left us a great commission. We know what he wants done in his name. We can know exactly. I, I mean, we've had family members before, and they, they want to love the Lord so much, and they want, but they just cry. They feel so unworthy. They never feel like they're accepted. It, it's a lie. Did you see what the defeated foe is trying to do to them? Trying to keep them out of the family. Make them think that they're not already seated in heavenly places. Um, Jay sings songs, he said, in, in their church growing up, they would sing songs like, Oh, won't you build me a cabin in the corner of glory land? Or drop kick me Jesus through the goalpost of life. I never heard songs like that. I, I didn't know. I, I, I got right in on the good part. <laughs> and, I mean, and you know, you know saints that live, I mean, they live so defeated. They don't know that they're seated high above, far above, all the devil and all his strategies. They're living so low. Oh, Lord. Oh, and they cry and they're so upset. They never get that victorious spirit of faith on the inside of them. 
but we know better. We know our location. We know what we have in Christ. We know, we know the full title of Satan, the defeated foe. Jesus doesn't have to do anything else. He's already died on the cross. He defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he gave us the keys to the kingdom. And he said, now go, use my name. Woo, I'm looking at some powerful women in here. Not some that are defeated, not some that are struggling, not some that are battling. I'm looking at victorious women that know who they are and where they're seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. No defeated saints in here. <laughs> we've, already told, we've already told the devil. You have to remind him again. Sorry, hon, we're closed. Don't think about being sick, sad, depressed, destroyed. You're not destroying my family, devil. You're not taking my children. Talk back to him. Come on. Believe for your marriage. Believe for your church. We're in revival. Woo! That loved one that you've been believing God for to get born again, go ahead and declare, devil, take your hands off of them. They're going to live right. They're going to fulfill their purpose. I've got one I'm believing for. And they, last year they really came. They really had a breakthrough. Came back home. Um, someone in my family and um, one of my siblings, and I'm the oldest of five, and, uh, and I felt they got close to me for a little while, and then they slid back away. And what do I do now? Do I go back to be the defeated saint? Oh, no. Oh, they're just gone. The devil just took them. No. What do I have to do now? Remember, I'm seated in heavenly places. Who's got the authority? I've got the authority over the devil. So I just tell him, you'll not have them. They've got wisdom, revelation. Every blinder is going to be removed. They're going to walk free. They're going to walk right back in their calling of the Lord. And we just keep that up. Why? We're the triumphant ones. We're the victorious ones. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel like I need to sing you all a song or something. <laughs> Are you thinking about the rain and wondering what it's going to do to your hair later? <laughs> it sounds pretty, doesn't it? My husband just got off of a, um, a, he, for 21 days, he just did the juice and mostly water. And uh, I think, wow, that is, that is like, you mentioned superheroes, that is, oh, here's Pastor Jay right here, wave at his son. I was just giving him your, your story. Your, your, your fasting, you were fasting, you got to break the fast Tuesday. Um, and, and most people ease into it when you break a fast. His first meal was chili dogs. <laughs> so what a man of faith, am I right? Wow. Uh, but, but as I hear the rain, I'm reminded of what the Holy Spirit coming out of that fast. He said that the Lord spoke to him that we would have 40 days of grace-like rain to come upon the church and what the Lord wanted to do. Just provision, revelation, what you've been believing, 40 days of rain, just like grace. And I thought... Grace just like rain, that, that's just what we need, what we need to hear from the Lord, what you've been believing for. Um, you know, to feel, um, I love the Holy Spirit because when He starts moving on you, He takes away the junk from the past that's been on you, that's held you back. And then He, he rekindles the fire within. So He's very, He's twofold. 
and, and what happens when we get in the presence of the Lord. You all look so beautiful worshiping the Lord. And I love to worship corporately because that's what happens so many times. Uh, people will get free from their past in the presence of God, what's tried to hold them back, what's knocked them off course, what the enemies used to steal their focus. That, that gets knocked off because of the anointing. We know in Isaiah 10, it says that there was a heavy burden on their shoulders. There, there was a yoke around their neck, but it was the anointing that destroyed the yoke. So you get in here, what had been heavy? What had been oppressing you? What has been holding you down? We get in this anointing and it can no longer hold you. It must loose you and let you go. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the power of God. Nothing, nothing on our part that we can do. No, it's the Holy Spirit. Man, when you start, when you start declaring, I trust in God, my Savior, the one who never fails. I mean, you start singing that, I mean, the devil's like, oh, we lost this one. Uh, thought we had them. Now they know God never fails. They've been singing about it. In fact, that song got stuck in their head. They've been singing it all day. <laughs> you just reminded. You're the defeated foe. My God never fails. Didn't you like how the worship team was teasing us on that song, He Won't? They kept going back to Christ is my firm foundation. And my, my spirit man was just ready to say, he won't. <laughs> he won't. No, no, one more time. He's my firm foundation. I was like, wait, when are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? <laughs> he won't. <laughs> Why? You're just building up. You're just building up the anointing. That's what we need. That causes every hold of the enemy. Sickness, disease, go. Depression, anxiety, go. What's been holding you back? What's been stopping the gift on the inside of you from going for it? Come on, this is a year where we dominate. You've got special gifts and callings in you. We're all different. We're all unique. And this is the time you feel it in your spirit. It's accelerated. Time is short. We need you in what you're really great at. You know, we don't need you wondering, oh, has God called me? No, you've got a calling. Let's get you in it. Let's get you running in it. And it's so, it's so satisfying. It makes such a dent in the kingdom of darkness. Um, it, it, it's just the time I feel that in my spirit when, when I ask the Lord, because everywhere, everywhere you go, there's a special word for that church. And, and I get to travel some, and I hold ladies' meetings in Lexington where several churches get to come, and we pack out my father-in-law's Pastor Don's church. And there's, there's always a word. There's always something new, something special. And when I was asking, I was praying for this meeting, and, and the Lord said, um, tell them I'm going to take them to new heights. New heights, just like we're talking about these heavenly places, there's new heights for you to go, for you to truly dominate. Things have held you down too long. Some, some wrong thoughts, some wrong thinking, maybe some things you don't even realize, but the Holy Spirit's going to reveal them. That you'll go to a new height this weekend. This weekend, it's for you today, I believe it. You won't be uh, limited anymore by fear. By, well, I can't do that. That's for them to do. No, you won't be limited by insecurity anymore. But you'll, you'll recognize that limiting thought did not come from God. In fact, I'm tired of thinking it. It'll be irritating when those thoughts come to you. You're like, no, that's limiting the call. That's limiting what God's asked me to do. And I just saw you stepping right from it and leaving it. If you could step through a curtain, you'd be stepping through fear and anxiety. That, that would be left behind you. And, um, and, and God would like to, uh, to use you in a greater measure than you've ever seen. 
And I saw, it was like, it was like we changed our confession now. We would say, if God's going to use anybody, he's going to use me. If God's going to heal anybody, he's going to heal me. If God's going to deliver anyone, he's going to deliver me. This is the best year I'm ever going to have. And we just changed it. We started agreeing with the Lord. And I told Melissa when she was, we were trying to uh, see what was going on, what was on her heart, what was on my heart. And I said, I really believe the Lord's asking us for our cooperation. I think if he was here right here, he would say, I need your cooperation this year. I need you just to say yes. When I prompt you, when I ask you to do something, when I ask you to pray, when I ask you to sing, when I ask you to talk to your neighbor, when I ask you, go see if they need prayer over there, that we just say, yes. When I ask you, just stay in my presence just a little bit longer. I, I got more to give you. You just, yes, Lord. We just yield to him. He told me on the other side of that yes is where the miracles are. Yeah. We just lay down all this natural thing. We already talked about this old natural realm. We already dominated the devil, the defeated foe. We've kicked him out. Now we're moving up to this higher place that the Lord's calling you to. And we're really sensitive. When he says do it, we want to go. We don't want to miss a step. And uh, I was thinking about, man, what if the people uh, that we see the illustrations of miracles in the Bible, it, the Lord still needed their yes. You know, when the angel came to Mary and said, you're, you're going to have a baby, you know, he, he had to stand there and wait till she said, be it unto me according to your word. She had to give a great big yes. Okay, Lord. Okay, let's do it. And I uh, and when I think about that, I think, how many times, Lord, I'm sorry if I, if I didn't give you the yes and you needed it. And then I thought about um, the man that they let through the roof, the cripple that, that came down. And Jesus uh, was ministering and, and they're driving me. Imagine someone coming down to the roof because the place is so packed. And uh, they have great faith. They're believing our friend. If we can get him to Jesus, this, this, is, this is where the miracle is. So, so these guys get the man and the cripple there. And I love what Jesus asked him and said, you know, um, arise, take up your bed. And I think so many times people who have been suffering for a long time, they really believe a disease is theirs or an issue is theirs. He could have looked at Jesus and said, I can't. Oh, my granddad had this. My dad had this. Now let's come upon me. If you knew me, Jesus, I've been like this since birth. I've known people, when I pray, I, I, the Lord uses me many times in healings. I get words of knowledge. I have some for us today that he's already spoken to me. And, and many times I'll watch people talk themselves out of a miracle. Look at that man. If he would have laid there and said, oh, Jesus, if you knew me, I need you to help me get up. And Jesus put it back on him and said, you arise and get up. And the man said, yes. What did he do? He took up his bed and got up. And that's where the miracle was, in that yes. So I feel challenged by the Holy Spirit today. Don't look at the natural limitations anymore. Whatever he says, do it. What did Mary do when she prepped the team at Jesus' first miracle? And, and he was to turn the water into wine, and she went to the team. And, and she knows how the Lord works. But it, it'll sound crazy to the natural. It, it's going to sound crazy. So let me just tell you all. All the servants, come here. Let me just gather around. Whatever he says, do it. Something really special is going to happen if you just obey. You know, that's like her saying, it's going to sound crazy. 
and you've never heard of this before. But if you'll go ahead and obey, there's a miracle. So just whatever he says, do it. You know, what we see in Luke 5 when, when the fishermen were out all night and they were fishing, they were fishing, they knew, they were, I mean, Simon Peter was a professional fisherman. I know my necklace is hitting the mic, I'm sorry. See, I always laugh about mics because they don't make them for women. <laughs> women have to stick them in unseen places. <laughs> then I had a friend that bought a big giant necklace that was a mic. And I was like, I couldn't do that either because as she was talking, it was bouncing up and down on her. And I thought, I couldn't do that. That would be so distracting. So, uh, so sorry about my, click, my clicks. Um, oh, that was fun. Did you hear that? Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, I thought maybe a movie started playing. <laughs> oh, is my time done? Okay. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so here we have these professional fishermen. See, I remembered where we were. We got right back there. And, and, and they know they didn't catch anything all night. I mean, everything in the natural told them, oh, the fish, they're not biting. And Jesus would look and say, you know, launch on out into the deep. Go ahead, get your nets. Prepare for a big catch. And, you know, and I think it took everything within Peter to be able to say, because he, 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 he contemplated the natural, but we've been working so hard. I mean, we've worked all night. We need sleep right now. Jesus, uh, you might, you might not, you're not really a fisherman. You don't know. He could have talked himself right out of the miracle, but he, but he got smart. He got himself. He said, nevertheless, at your word, let's launch out. So that has to be our attitude. The Lord might say, you know, go witness to your neighbor. And you could be like, I've talked to them for the last 10 years. They're the grouchiest, grumpiest people I've ever met in my life. I don't like that big dog barking at me every time I go over there. You could talk yourself right out of the miracle that God's trying to do. Why don't we just be quick to say, nevertheless, okay? I mean, who cares? Even if they get bark at you one more time, just know in your heart I obeyed the Lord. Because I believe if we'll keep stepping out, we keep launching out into the deep. Man, they saw the miraculous abundance of the Lord. Those fish filled the boat, would have filled all the nets that they had. As many nets as they would have taken out there, it would have filled them up. Almost was able to sink their boat in their friend's boat with, with the abundance of the Lord. Man, do you have a yes in your spirit today? I see, I see eyes just going, yes, Lord, I want to do what you have for me. I, I don't want to wait. I don't want to just take what I've seen in the natural before. I, I want to know we're the triumphant ones. We're to dominate. You say it, Lord, we're fearless to do it. Nothing's going to hold us back. Nothing can stop us from what you're asking us to do. You got to stir it up on the inside. Even when you don't feel like it, you can talk yourself right into a miracle. Talk yourself right into it. You know, God can't be any bigger than we confess him to be. So if you confess a lot about how you're feeling and your sickness, man, it makes that sickness so big and so strong and so weighty. But if you'll start talking about, oh, it, my, my God, man, he's delivered me time and time again. He is faithful. Ooh, you start talking about, and he always gives me the victory. He's given me the power to gain wealth. He's more than enough for me. His grace is more than sufficient for me. You know, my guy got really big, and my problem got really small. And, and the more you can magnify the Lord, you know what, this has been in my life. This is probably the, the sermon of my life. When my joy stays high, victory stays high. When my joy is drained, 
my victory's gone. I don't see the answer anymore. So we've got to keep the truth of the Lord stirred up. His promises, his joy, it's high in our lives. You know, the same way we confess salvation, Jesus is Lord. It's the same way you possess the promises of God and your victory right now. You confess it. Say, healing is mine. Deliverance is mine. Joy is mine. Remember that song? Joy is mine. Well, I used to sing, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today, it's mine. You remember that? You got to have to have an internal song on the inside of you all the time. <laughs> Jesus told us by our words in Matthew 12, 37, you'll be justified or by your words, you'll be condemned. So your words are either working for you or they're working against you. They're either you're talking yourself, building your faith right towards your miracle, or the enemy's trying to get a thought in there and pull you right out of the promise. We're not going to listen to him anymore. Praise the Lord. We'll put the word first. We're going to dominate this year in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I um, was talking to you about my, my teenagers. I have a, a fun story that'll, that'll help um, Help us, really, my husband and I like to say we like to talk about the word because it gives you great application on how to apply it in your life. You can know scripture, but how do you make it work for you? How does this work for me? How does it change me? I asked the Lord if there'd be, um, and he always says yes, I always ask the Lord, Lord, who do you want to heal? I used to ask the Lord, is there anybody, Lord, is there anybody you'd like to heal, anybody you'd like to touch today? And I told that to um, a man, uh, Brother Hockaday, he taught us out at Prayer and Healing School out at Rhema, and I thought that would sound really good. I mean, that's really cool. You ask the Lord, is there anybody you'd like to heal? Most people don't even ask the Lord that. They just have a sermon, do it, God. But I thought, oh, that's really cool of me. I'm going to ask the Lord, is there somebody, Lord, you'd like to heal? And when I told Brother Hockaday that, he said, why would you do that? And I thought, oh, you know, felt like, that row. <laughs> And, you know, and I thought, well, why, why wouldn't I? And he said, there's always someone the Lord wants to heal. You have to rephrase that and say, who? Who is it? Who is it, Lord, that you'd like to heal? Show me ahead of time. And many times before I'll go minister or speak, I see things ahead of time. And uh, I go ahead and write them down so uh, when you get in a preaching flow, you won't miss out on uh, a prophetic flow and know the Lord already knows. There's no time in the Lord or the Spirit. He knows exactly who's going to be here and what they need. So I was praying and the Lord showed me that someone was having hip pain, almost like if you could cock your hip the other way because the pain was so much and it just been bothering you. And that's between you and the Lord. And you asked him and you said, Lord, I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. And I just, I saw, I saw some, it was like they, they switched legs. And I tell you ahead of time, so the Holy Spirit gets to work on you. And, and then when I ask you, you're ready to receive. So don't be nervous. Nothing, nothing scary is going to happen. And then, um, and then I saw uh, someone, like their lungs, you needed to breathe again. Almost like you felt like you had the 100-day cough. And the enemy's just been nagging you, nagging you, nagging you about this breathing, about your lungs and trying to put evil thoughts in your mind about it. And then that's going to be squashed today. We'll get freedom in those lungs. Um, I also saw uh, an elbow, like a joint that needed uh, to receive uh, healing. I really saw like the oil of the Holy Spirit just going right in there, ministering to the, to the joint to make that whole again. Um, I also saw a foot that had pain right in the arch of the foot, like on the bottom, bottom part of the foot that the Lord was going to touch. 
I love the Holy Spirit. He <laughs> just moves and, and makes you, um, uh, just gets on you, and he just fixes what wasn't right. He corrects it. The best physician you could have. It's wonderful that you could go to a ladies' meeting and the Lord just give you a localized treatment exactly where you need it that reverses the curse of what the enemies tried to put on you and just gets the healing power of Jesus Christ right in there. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead now dwells in you and it quickens your mortal body, meaning it makes you alive again. What was dead is now alive. What wasn't working has to start working. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And, and I also saw something that looked like um, in, in the female area that you just needed things to produce again like they should. So I saw those things, and, uh, and I just believe the Lord's working. Aren't you happy that we get to get together, and there's a corporate anointing, and there's a flow of the Holy Spirit, and all we have to do is just get in the river, and he does all the work, and he flows, and he'll make you whole, and we just, by faith, we receive. Amen? So uh, this uh, weekend, we, we got some snow. Did you all get some snow? And it was cold. So cold. Well, I, I told our church, um, I said, well, you don't have to worry about another snow because I got on Amazon and ordered my kids some, some sledding gear, some snow gear, so you know after you're prepared, it's not going to snow anymore. <laughs> so I said, don't worry, guys. Just put everything up till next year. Um, their, their little suits came in yesterday. Well, they're actually big suits. I call them my little babies, but actually my babies are bigger than me. <laughs> and so, um, so they got some sledding gear because they were going out and it was so cold I mean they their hands were hurting and I made summer go sledding because she's 14 and I think that's like prime sledding years isn't it do you remember going sleigh riding I mean when if you go as an adult it's not that much fun I, I've tried it older and it's not as much fun as you remember when you're when you're young and, and then I remember being really little and people have to carry you up the hill, you know, so that's not fun. So I think when you're like 14 to 17, it's like prime sledding years. So I said, I don't think you should miss this summer. Why don't you go out with, with Lake and, and go? And so he, he drove over, his friend has a big heel, so all these, all these uh, teenagers were meeting over there. So I dressed her up in everything that I could find. She had on my snow boots, had three shirts on her, three pairs of pants. We wrapped her up in her coat and zipped it up as tight. I mean, she felt like she was a little marshmallow walking out there. And so she gets out there, and she said her stomach started to hurt. And she said, Mom, I felt nauseous. And uh, she's trying to get up that hill. She got up that hill, and she got things. Okay, I'll feel better when I get down. She gets down the hill, and she's like, oh, no, I feel awful. And so she asked, like, can I just have your keys? I'm going to go sit in your car while he's having fun and sleigh riding. So she goes, and she sits in the car. And, um, you know, and so he, he goes for, you can only stay out about an hour. And he said, my, my hands, I think they're frostbitten. <laughs> you know, remember when you're little and you put your cold hands in the hot water and then it's like needles all over your fingers. And so, uh, so and I was kind of, I was checking on them and texting them, but they hadn't answered me. I knew where their location was, though. <laughs> and um, 
So they get home, and Summer comes in, and she's crying, and I don't know what's wrong with her. All she is, she's just, <laughs> and she does, can't catch her breath, and she just looks pitiful. And I am, I think I figured out, I am the worst nurse in the world. <laughs> like, instead of being compassionate, if you're sick and hurting, I'm, like, upset. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, she needs a hug. She needs compassion. And I'm like, what? Tell me right now, who hurt you? I think someone's hit her. I think, like, kicked her going down the hill. You know, I think I'm thinking the way, I'm like, what happened? And she <gasps> can't talk. You know, I'm like, Summer, what is wrong with you? And you know, finally she says, Mom, it's my stomach. I just feel, oh, I just feel so nauseous. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, okay, I thought, you know, you thought something major happened. And then, then I started thinking, it's probably because I dressed you so hot in all those clothes. <laughs> so I started like <laughs> pulling the clothes off of her. And um, you know, in Lake comes in and hears, and our son, he is so only speak the word. I mean, speak the word only. He, we can't even get him. If he has a twinge of a headache, he doesn't take medication. He is like 100% faith, going to get everything from God that he can. He doesn't mess with the devil at all. I mean, so he hears us talking, and he comes in, he's, and he really hates if anyone talks about vomiting. That's like the thing. If you say vomit, he's like, oh, no, no, not in the name of Jesus. No, 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 no. He can't stand that. I mean, he goes into machine gun tongues. I mean, he quotes every scripture. He is not going to vomit. He's like, that is not allowed in our house. And he starts praying over someone. He said, I just command that nausea to go and peace to her stomach in the name of Jesus. No vomiting in our house allowed. <laughs> I mean, he just was going for it. And, um, you know, and I, and I lined up. I said, yeah, come on somewhere. Let's get it. The devil doesn't dominate in our house. He's not allowed to rule in your body. You are the healed of God right now. Let's put this in reverse. Listen, she let Lake and I just pray for a little while. And I'm telling you what, it only took about three minutes. And she started saying, I resist the devil and you flee from me. I resist these symptoms. They must go in the name of Jesus. So here my 14-year-old who looked like, you know, oh, something bad warmed over when she walked in. After three minutes of just declaring the word of God, she goes, oh, I feel, I feel much better. Those symptoms let go of her and the nausea left her. And it was so neat to see her just work her faith. She talked herself right into that miracle. She didn't side in with the symptoms and what she was feeling and take to the bed for three days and go ahead, the stomach virus is going around, go ahead and have it. No, she went ahead and spoke the word of God. Even at 14, it'll work for anybody who will work it. Doesn't matter your age, how long you've had something, if it's been there a while, if it just showed up today, you've got the power and authority. Side right in with the word of God. Speak the word of God. She talked herself right into a healing. I mean, an hour later, she was eating cereal in the kitchen. And I was like, ooh, milk. Oh, never mind. By your faith, you're whole. <laughs> she got up and had kids. Too. She was teaching preschool the next morning. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't have a symptom. Why? We just believe God. I trust in God. He's my Savior. He's my healer. You squash the devil and his lie. We don't give in to our feelings, our emotions, the symptoms. No, we're dominating in this life. We're cooperating with the will of God. We've got a yes on the inside. Remember that old song we sing all the time? Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen.
Sometimes he's just waiting on that. Make yourself sing that by faith sometimes, okay? Just go ahead, walk around your house, say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Look at your bills and say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Come on, touch your body where you have pain. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Just let his healing come right into you in the name of Jesus. Who was having trouble in their joints that need the, 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 need like the oil just to get right in there? Is that anybody in here this morning? I'm going to walk by you and say, be healed like this in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to go, whoosh, like nothing scary. <laughs> People are wondering, what's going to happen before I raise my hand? Let someone go first and I'll be second. Nothing scary is going to happen, I promise. Who was that hip that I saw that needed a touch, needs some anointing to go right in there? Was that you? Okay, let's believe God. You know, the Lord showed me is I could get you to say, just like you accepted Jesus as your Savior, you said yes. If I ask you, is Jesus your healer? If you say yes, yes he said, I'll move right into their body, right in that. Just like I saved them, I'll heal them. And you already said Jesus is the healer. Do you mind if I put my hand on you and say be healed? You don't mind? Okay, you lift your hands. Is it this hip or that side? This hip right here, okay. Let's believe God. Lord, we thank you right now. You reveal that to heal it. Lord, so we release the healing. There it is right there. To go right into this hip like you showed me, that uncomfortable pain where she'd have to shift. She won't be able to find it anymore. That we release your anointing to go right into her hip and make her whole. <laughs> she said yes today, Lord. <laughs> oh, I thank you, Lord, for quickening her body from her head to her toes, making her whole in the name of Jesus. That's it right there. There's the anointing. I feel the power right in your hip. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just take a deep breath. He's just healing you up. Yep, that's it. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I saw... Um, I, I saw the hip, I saw the, the joint, the elbow that needed it, the lungs oh, that you've had a cough and you're just tired of it and you need new life to hit your lungs. Who is that? Just tired of the nagging cough? You ready to be healed today? Yes. Do you believe Jesus is the healer? You said yes. Okay, I don't have to talk you into it. That's a great start. <laughs> you want to lift your hands today? I'm going to put my hands right on your shoulders. Lord, I thank you. You revealed that to heal that, that we speak over these lungs and command them to be whole in the name of Jesus. No nagging cough, oh, no shortness of breath any longer. We release, that's it right there, your anointing oh, to fill and flood these lungs like a new lining oh, to come upon her in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's it right there. Oh, great receiver. Yes, yes, that's it. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. You'll notice the difference from this moment on in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who is having that pain in their foot? I mean, like, oh, that's me. That's you right there. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> do you believe Jesus is the healer? I do. Ooh, I think everybody in here does. We just got the switch of faith flipped on this morning. Is it the right or the left? Or the, right. the right foot? Arch. The arch, just like I saw. Yeah. Praise Coming the Lord. The heel. Coming up to the heel. Yeah. There several months. Oh, wow. It's not allowed to stay That's right. for several get, months. Better, and then it was, you know, it's just teasing you with pain. Yeah. Uh, the devil that defeated foe. He has to jump right out of that foot. And the healing power of Jesus Christ is quickening you right now. 
in the name of Jesus. You revealed that to heal it. Now we release it. Oh, that's it right there. In the name of Jesus, arch, be made whole. Pain, oh, that, that tries to go up her leg. <laughs> oh, the cause of this is being restored. Oh, no more pain. No more pain. Cause of pain, yeah, that's it right there. Uh, be quickened right now. Oh, by the very Holy Spirit, yes. making her whole this day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for doing better than surgery, better than any treatment. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's it right there. Oh, thank you, Lord. Arch restored. Pain gone. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Thank you that you're the healer and you deliver us, Lord. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So everybody's joints is okay. And anybody having uh, trouble in, the, in their mid-region and they want me to just put hands on and say, in the name of Jesus, regulate, be whole, be new in the name. Okay, it's never close. Hey, guess what? Oh, is that you? Okay, good. Oh, good. You got it on the last second. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, I'm here all weekend. Just let me know <laughs> if you need it. I'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, you believe Jesus is the healer. Amen. Well, let's just get it right now. I'll hold your hand. Lord, I thank you right now. She believes that you are the healer. Now we release this anointing to go right into that bladder. Correct what has uh, the enemies tried to destroy, Lord, that you reverse that. You correct it better than any procedure. She doesn't need to have it done. Lord, you're the healer. Oh, that she'll go right to that place. Make her whole right now. And that's it. There's the anointing. In the name in the name go ahead and lift your hands there's a spiritual blessing ah like an increase of joy to come upon i hear the word double fold a double fold <laughs> a double dose <laughs> in the name in the name lord thank you for turning those situations around she won't be have a heaviness about it anymore all oh, that you've already brought the answer to her all oh, that the answer's hers in the name in the name of jesus Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're the healer, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Lord. You're our healer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. So I didn't miss anybody. Praise God. Everybody's good. We got you. What you needed, we got it. Oh, isn't God good? Ooh, I love his anointing. Man, he just ooh, puts a fire in you. He just changes things. Yes, ma'am? All over. She wants an overall. Well, we believe in that. Yes. You had a smile about you while you were taking notes today. You just take in the word. You've got a hunger for the word, don't you? Man, you've been born again for a while? Yes, you have. Oh, man, I can see you, you trust in God. 
Let's get all that you're believing for today. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Lord. Oh, that you're a wonder-working God. Oh, that you do wonderful things, marvelous things right here in our midst. Lord, she's come, Lord, by faith and asking you, Lord, oh, from the top of her head to the tips of her toes, that there would be an overhaul of your anointing, of this quickening life to come upon her to restore her. Every part of her bones, muscles receive new strength. Oh, in her shoulder, Lord, oh, that it be made new. Pain go, cause of pain go. That, that oil we saw getting into those joints, let it flow right into this shoulder, every part. Yeah, that's it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let it flow down her back, every part of her vertebrae and spine. Oh, receive new life in the name, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that by your stripes, She's made whole. <laughs> that you were manifest to destroy all the works of the devil. Oh, I thank you, Lord. They're destroyed. They're loosened. She's loosed this day into healing in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Good receiver. You just take it. Ooh, she's got a great big old hand of faith that just reaches up to heaven and pulls it down. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's bless the Lord one more time. Lord, we love you. Thank you for what you're doing here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your healing power. You have done mighty things, wondrous works right here in our midst, and we are so glad about it. We give you glory, honor, and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Woo! I see a bunch of ladies that's going to dominate this year. Praise the Lord. Pastor Melissa, come on up. I didn't go too long, did I? I didn't mess up lunch plans, did I? No? Okay, good. You never know. I never want to uh, leave people and make them hungry. <laughs> okay. Um.